Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Making Waves at Sea Level podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we will explore the interesting stories of business executives, entrepreneurs, and industry leaders who are shaking things up and growing their companies. It is time to make some waves. Now here's your host, Tom Singer. This is Making Waves at Sea Level. This is the podcast I started seven and a half years ago so that I could interview really cool people who were doing interesting things in the world of business and at the same time, share it with all of you who tune in and listen to this show. So today we're going to talk about personal productivity, but not just for you. This is for the people who work for you as well, because if everyone on your team finds ways to be more productive and can have more fun and have more free time and get stuff done, that bubble bubbles up for the whole organization. And so I bet all of you care about personal productivity. And our guest today is Beth Ziesness, known as Beth Z, your nerdy best friend. Hey, Beth, welcome to the show. Well, gosh, thanks, Tom. I do believe I was one of your first people way back in the day. You know, I think you were one of the first 10 or 12 guests ever when the show was called Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. And we've come a long way in the last seven and a half years, but it's time. In fact, it's past time to bring you back. So I have a question for you. Why are you considered an expert in personal productivity? I am an expert in personal productivity because I spend all of my unproductive time finding apps and tech tools to help you with productivity. So apps and tech tools scare some people and you actually go in and speak to a lot of organizations that are not super tech savvy. You go in and talk to a lot of people who might be a little scared of technology and you make it pretty friendly. Is that right? Well, it's so funny. People talk to me all the time and they say, gosh, you make such a boring topic fun. And I'm like, what is boring about this? This is the most exciting thing ever, 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 every single day. So uh, because I don't believe that I have a boring topic, I think that's why it's not a boring topic when I talk about it. Well, everybody's phone you look at, we got a bazillion apps going on. In fact, most of us are now hiding them in folders. So it doesn't look like we have pages and pages of apps. But when you hide them in folders, that's just more and more pages of apps just hidden away. So for those of you who don't know Beth Z, she's known as your nerdy best friend. And she's the person who you go to if you want to know, hey, is there an app for that? She's an author. She's a speaker. In fact, I know her through my involvement with the National Speakers Association, and I think I've known her since I first got involved 13 years ago, and she's a consultant, and I have seen her speak at association events, and I will throw in this caveat. Every association I know that has ever hired Beth Z to come in and do a keynote or a workshop, they love her. The audiences go like, oh my God, were you in Beth Z's session? And they go crazy. So uh, that's always the sign of someone who's good at what they do is when they do that. However, here's the interesting thing. She has no tech background or tech training. No, in fact, she has a master's degree in journalism. And we all know that, you know, going back a couple of decades, journalists were not the cutting edge of tech. 
That's her background. And she ran a bed and breakfast for a while. She was in the Peace Corps and she actually worked for association. So she has a background as an association executive. But now she is the queen of apps. And her new book is called Nerd 360, A Year of Optimizing Up to your, up your life. Say, say the title for me so I get it right. 75% of that was correct. <laughs> hey, I'll Nerd take it. Three, and, and that's why I love Tom, because he just went with it. Nerd 365, a year of opportunities. You see what Opportunities. <laughs> that's what I was trying to spit out. Upgrade your life. To upgrade your life. Great. Well, let's get started on this interview. And I want to talk about apps and ways to upgrade your life using apps. But in today's world... You know, we have so many things out there. We're so distractive. How can apps help us get things done? Oh, my gosh. There are so many tools right now that combat so many tools right now, if that makes sense. There's a there's a movie, there's a, a documentary kind of thing that was on Netflix, came out a couple of years ago, called The Social Dilemma. Oh, yeah. And if you I, I watched seen, that. Oh, yeah, I saw it. Oh, it's scary. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and those of you who are listening, uh, and I know Tom has a huge following, if you haven't seen it, please go see it because it talks about this addiction that has been manufactured. Right now, you're listening to Tom, you listen to him all the time, and guess what? You're checking your email, you're checking your phone, you're checking your phone's dinging and donging and pinging and ponging, even as this podcast is playing. It is so hard to stop those distractions. So, one of the major things that changed my life in terms of productivity is the Pomodoro technique. Have you heard of the Pomodoro technique? Yes, absolutely. That's where you give yourself an amount of time to work and then you take a break. Yes, it is. Uh, there was an Italian guy who had a, a kitchen timer shaped like a tomato and he set it for 25 minutes. And during that time, he would pick one thing to do and he would only work on that one thing. And then he wouldn't just sit down to work for 25 minutes. He would just pick one thing and like the cats at the door wants to be cuddled. He ignored it. No email, no phone, no restroom, 25 minutes, one task. And then the timer would go off. And what this does for us in the crazy world we live in right now is it allows us to block out some of that pinging and ponging and dinging and donging and get things done. There was a study by a woman named Dr. Gloria Mark who gave Microsoft managers a task and she interrupted them, a small phone call, an email or whatever. And it took 23 minutes on average for people to get back to the place they were before the interruption. So you can, you can see that like by the end of the day today, if we've got that many interruptions, we actually owe time to the 24 hours. Like we're, we're running backwards. And one of the problems was, not outside interruptions, we interrupt ourselves. So use the Pomodoro technique. Use something called the Forest app. It's on your phone. It cracks me up. So you you make a, a pact with your phone. You say, you know what? I'm addicted to you. I'm going to put you down. I bet you every single listener you have right now has the phone within reach. Well, because they're you, listening to a podcast. So most people well, are listening oh, via their phone. Oh, so it's, okay. probably, it's probably in their hand. Uh, I guess I, I didn't nail that one, but uh, they have multiple devices maybe within reach. And you make a pact with that phone and you say, you know what? I'm not going to pick you up for two hours because I'm really going to get some other things done. And f you have the forest app on and forest, while you're not picking it up in this pact, it grows a tree. 
And then if you pick up the phone before the end of the time, you kill the tree, Tom. Oh, no, we don't want to kill trees. I'm really you green. kill the tree. Now, that's silly. But it gives us one second of hesitation before we do that automatic thing of checking the things we check and check and check. Interesting. I imagine many people have also made Pomodoro Technique apps. Is that correct? Oh, my gosh. Tons of Pomodoro Technique apps. Um, There's another concept called time blocking, which is where not only do you schedule a certain period of time for one task, but you put it on your calendar. Because if you don't put it on your calendar, sooner or later, somebody's going to put another Zoom meeting on your calendar and you're going to lose that time. So instead of just sitting down to work or writing a list of things that has everything from uh, contact every client I've ever had to eat lunch. It's all on one list. You can say, I am going to contact 10 clients at two o'clock on Tuesday for 45 minutes. And that will change the way you're thinking. So when you're adding all these things up with the Pomodoro technique, uh, frankly, I don't use much technology. I just set my, set my alarm. Does, does, does your alarm really look like, does your alarm look like a tomato, like the original guy? I have the tomato one, but I can't stand ticking, tick, tick, tick. I I can't do it. So uh, I do silence or I do A-L-E-X-A. She's sitting right there. She gets a little uh You mean Alexa? (laughs) Oh, dang it. I bet I can set it off as as we talk. (laughs) Alexa, buy buy her a computer. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) A new Apple shows up at your door tomorrow. I'm in. (laughs) As long as she bills you. Go ahead, Alexa. (laughs) So I use an app called Todoist because I used to Mm -hmm. keep a paper list of everything. But the problem was is some of those things on the paper list didn't need to be done today. In fact, they didn't really be done need done till next Thursday, but they were taking up room on my list and making my list seem overwhelming. So when I moved to Todoist, I'm able to schedule for next Thursday those tasks that are for next Thursday, I can schedule things for today. And if I let something go over the day it's supposed to done, uh, be done, when I open it up, it's like, Tom, these are overdue. And so I can I can either reassign them or I can do them on the spot or I can say, you know what? I don't need to do it. I have a lot of things that get overdue. And I'm like, that was a dumb idea. I don't really need to do that. And so it's actually helped me with my productivity. Are you familiar with Todoist? Oh, Todoist is the bomb. Uh, it wins awards every year. It just upgraded its free versions because it's, it has free and it has paid. Mm-hmm. It just upgraded the, the characteristics of the free version. What I like about Todoist is you've got an email. You can turn that email directly into to, a to do. That's where a lot of my tasks come from or from emails. And it'll also just show you a small amount of things plus. It has that gamification factor <laughs> and, uh, you earn karma points. Now, y'all didn't see it, but Tom just started smiling because I bet you his uh, Todoist karma points are pretty high. You know, I actually don't use that because I I don't really need karma points, but I know they're there. I know if I knew if I needed the love for karma points, I, I could I could use that as the thing. What other apps are there that help people do this type of of scheduling that, that you recommend? Well, as we move up in complexity, we have uh, uh, project management apps that can also be used for personal productivity. But when you're talking about bringing people together and starting to have small groups, you've got your your C-suite people here who are bringing their teams together. What I love, uh, we've got Trello, we've got Asana, we've got a whole other category of tool now, uh, Monday.com, ClickUp, Notion, 
All of these are project management tools. And this is replacing what I call the spreadsheet and smile method of project management, (laughs) where you, as the really responsible one, keep track of everything that needs to be done in a spreadsheet. And you know who needs to do stuff and when. And then you have a bunch of team members and you write to them and you say, hi, have you done those things that you were supposed to do so that I can continue on with my life? Question mark, smiley face. (laughs) That is not a good project management system. That doesn't have any transparency. That doesn't hold other people accountable for what they need to do. And so the onus is all on you. So if you use Trello with a free version, Asana with a free version, ClickUp with a free version. I think Monday.com may have one and Notion, I think, has one. But they, you know, they're affordable uh, for small teams as well. Um, you're going to have all of those things being transparent and everybody knowing who's on first. So this leads into my next question, and that is, you know, so many of us feel unbalanced, right? I, I, I don't know that we ever can achieve real balance, but so many of us are just overwhelmed with all the tasks that we have to do. You know, I, I, I'm on top of things right now, but I'm I'm starting a new, I'm taking a little shift in my career and there's a lot of things to do. And my my to-doist is growing uh, by, by the minute. And sometimes I'm afraid I'm going to open it up and go, ah! So what are some things people can do that can help them you know, find at least some semblance of balance between home and work and life and school and running a business and doing all these things. What, what are some tricks that you have for people? Well, I've already touched on that a little bit with the project management type tools because they are ubiquitous, right? So we have project management for uh, personal with our just our task lists. And then we have ways that we can invite people. Trello, for example, is set up like a bulletin board. And you can have multiple bulletin boards. And each bulletin board can have stacks of information. Y'all don't see this, but I am doing fingers uh, up and down. and look like little finger columns. Yeah, she's making <laughs> finger columns on the video. Yes, and, and the bulletin boards. But they have stacks and pieces, smaller pieces of information. And what that allows you to do is share pieces of information to other people. You can have a family board. You can have a school project board. You can have a church board. You can have a work board. All of these different aspects of your life can come together with some of these technology tools and make it so you don't have to have, uh, you know, the the calendar on the wall with things written in for your family at home and then your Outlook calendar full at work. All Everything, basically everywhere you go, you're going to see how many things you haven't gotten done. <laughs> All right. So I want to shift gears and talk about your new book. Is it, has it been released yet? I know it's coming out this summer and I don't know if by the time we air this, the book is available yet. What's the release date for uh, Nerd 365? Well, what a surprise. I actually released it at the beginning of April huh. and I haven't like launched it, launched it yet because uh, apparently, uh, I'm not productive enough because <laughs> I'm looking for productivity tools, but it's, it's out. It's, I, I, I'm, I'm not trying to be braggy here, but it's the best book I've ever written. And how many, it's, how many books have you written? You've written a lot of books. Seven. Nice. Who knew? And I think you knew me when I, my very first one was I, coming I out. I remember when the first book came out. So that's great. So this is the best book you've ever written. Why is it the best book? Because instead of being kind of encyclopedic and um, chapter by chapter, I used fun holidays 
to match with apps. And let me give you an example. I'm just going to flip through the book here because I happen to have it. Open her up. Uh, Let's go. You happen to have it from Amazon2.com. I'm sorry. So um, there is a date, September 28th, is Ask a Stupid Question Day. And that's a real day. Like when you Google Google what is today in the world of made-up days, that's a real one. Ask, ask a, a stupid, stupid question day. So that's actually Tom 365 is ask a stupid question day. So that's my day every day. Oh, I love you. I love your little modest humor. You're so smart and you're so cute. Um, I'm sorry. He's probably going to cut that, but it's true. So September 28th Wait a minute. is who would cut ask a, a stupid Wait, who would question. cut out being called smart and cute? We're leaving that in. <laughs> oh, that's true. Um, so I paired that with a tool called DuckDuckGo, which is a privacy first browser and search engine. You go to DuckDuckGo and you want to ask your stupid question without Google coming back to you and saying, here are some products. Like if you say something like, uh, why do I have so much belly button lint? Google is going to come back to you and show you ads for a belly button duster. Yeah. Is there such but a thing? If you do go to DuckDuckGo, you can look things up without worry of information getting tracked back to you. So it's interesting because we were, we're talking about going on a cruise with my daughter and, and, my, and her fiance. And uh, because of my new job, we've put that off. We're not going to go with them this year. We're going to do something with them next year. But we were Googling around, you know, the different cruise lines, things that worked for the week between the four of us, my wife and I and, and her fiance. And her, there was one week we could do it. And for just a day or two. And then I got this job and I said, you know, I can't take a vacation in August. And so we backed out. I am getting so many ads for Alaskan cruises. It's crazy because I Googled, you know, differences between cruise ships for Alaskan cruises and which ports are better and things like that. And all of a sudden that was a month ago and I am getting more than my share of ads for Alaskan cruises. It's like, God should have gone to duck, duck, go. Yep. Now, let, let me talk just a second about that, because it's kind of funny. People are like, well, I don't want people to know, you know, DuckDuckGo is for like that rash that you're trying to Google <laughs> and figure out. But I don't want people to know my searches. You know, that makes me very uncomfortable. Guess what? You are going to get ads no matter what. Now, I've got a lot of privacy things going on. I get ads for vasectomy clinics. And ladies and gentlemen, this is 2022. I just want to clarify that I am she, her, and I don't need a vasectomy clinic. And I get ads for vasectomy clinics. I get ads for child care resources. And I'm like, mm, negative on both of them. <laughs> so you're still going to get ads. And sometimes it's helpful. You looked up Alaskan cruises. You're thinking about Alaskan cruises. An Alaskan cruise ad comes up and you're like, I'm going to check this one out. So we, we say, gosh, what an imposition, but um, it's going to happen anyway. Now I use an ad blocker, so I, I don't get them on pages, but they're going to be there. <laughs> so uh, sometimes it's better to have um, things you're interested in rather than things you would never, ever need. Well, there you go. So let's pick another crazy holiday. What's another? Let's keep leafing through the book. All right. I will lay through the book. Um, oh, this is fun. There's something called National Countdown Day on March 21st. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, it's National Countdown Day. Ta-da! It is so cool, this site that goes along with it called timeanddate.com. You can create your own countdowns. Uh, it's great for time zones. 
to try to coordinate things. And it's got fun calendars, different calendars, and uh, everything on there is free. It's called timeanddate.com. Let me see. Oh, here's uh, here's two of them that I like together. August 5th is Work Like a Dog Day. Woof, August 10th woof. is National Lazy Day. Exactly. It's interesting Thank that you. they're five days apart. On on the 5th, you're going to work like a dog, and on the 10th, you're going to be lazy. It's because you, you, it's cause you worked exhausted. so hard five days ago. Exactly. Um, so uh, I talked about their automations because so many of us take do the same things over and over again. Like, for example, I do it. I have to give people my logo all the time. You know what? Every time I need to give someone my logo, I have to go dig for my logo. That's silly. I need to create an automation. There was a woman in one of my sessions who said that she told you know who she would say, um, A-L-E-X-A, I am going to work. And the lights in her house would go off. The doors would lock. The garage door would open. Her car would start and Starbucks would start her favorite coffee. Wow. That is a heck of an automation every day. Saying that one sentence, I found out one of my managers, actually all of my managers have gone on maternity leave at different times, but um, one of my managers was on maternity leave and I took over what she was doing. I realized we were putting the same information about clients when they booked with me in three different places and we had to email three different people, three different types of information every time a contract was signed. So I set up an automation that said, and I used a company called Zapier, Zapier. I don't really know how to pronounce it because their, their, their workflows are called Zaps, but their name looks like Zapier. It's kind of like Zeisness or Zeisness for your last name. Exactly. looks like Zeisness, but it's Zeisness. And it looks like all kinds of things according to everybody (laughs) who reads it. But I set it up so that every time a contract was signed, automatically the information that was entered into there was populated to other databases that where it had to be. And then automatically everybody who needed information from that contract was sent the information individually immediately. That was a 20 minute task that was easy to lose a part of, you know, the cat throws up on the carpet, you got an interruption or Mm -hmm. something, you forget to email so-and-so and and you got to go back to it. Nope. It's all automatic and we saved 20 minutes per time and all that chance for error. All right. So can I pick a date or two? Oh, yeah, we, we can try it. I've got uh, the the book has like multiple indices. All right. So June so 8th. What do you want? I want June the 8th. What, what what day is that? What's the weird holiday on June the 8th? That would be my June birthday. June the 8th. That'd be World Tom's birthday Ocean day. day. World Ocean Day. That's totally not fitting, but okay. I mean, I like World the ocean, but. Ocean Day. Exactly. Yeah. Um. And, oh, there's also Call Your Doctor Day is the second Tuesday, which could be that. So let me look up Call Your Doctor Day awesome. uh, and see what I put there. Because that'll only Call be every your, every six years in June. That would be my birthday, but okay. Uh, there. Oh, there you go. If it's the two, second uh, Tuesday of June, that only happens every six or seven every, years. Every once in a while. Uh, on Call Your Doctor Day, I put a tool called a bridge. A bridge is a tool, A-B-R-I-D-G-E. It's an app that you take to your doctor's office. And when you are having that meeting, have you ever gone in and they've said a thousand different things and you heard like one thing like lose weight and they've said 75 things and you're just on that one thing? Well, it you record the conversation through this app. It pulls out the diagnoses. It pulls out the medication. It pulls out mm-hmm. the the treatment plan. 
and it lays it all out for you in plain language. So you have all the notes, you have the recording, you have all of the main terms, and you can keep that. Plus, you can share it with caregivers oh. so that if there are people in your life who don't think you listen well enough, when you go to the doctor. <laughs> that, that would be uh, my can, wife, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can pass that along and kind of keep a, a caregiving situation. Nice. nice. All right. So Beth, as we wrap this up, let's go back to the sense of apps for productivity. What do you wish everybody knew? What do I wish everybody knew? I wish, hmm, I wish everybody knew where to buy my book. No, no, no. (laughs) We'll Uh, talk about that in a second. What do I wish everybody knew? I wish everybody knew that every time you are frustrated with something there probably is a technology answer. If you are stuck in email for so many hours, you feel like you aren't getting things done, there are email solutions and tech tricks you can use. If you are having meeting after meeting and they're boring after boring, there are ways to bring life to your online meetings. There are ways to have fewer meetings. There are ways to have walking meetings that just changing things up. Every place in 2022 where you start getting frustrated or you feel like you are bogged down, look for a technology solution. Awesome. And if you can't find a technology solution, you need a nerdy best friend who's written a book called Nerd 365. So if people wanted to get this book, where do they get it? Amazon. Let's go there. Nice. So jump over to Amazon. I assume if you search Nerd365, you're going to find the book. So go ahead and check out the book. I can vouch that Beth is great and the stuff that she writes is always fun and helps you be productive and find things you may have never found otherwise. So Beth, thank you so much for being a guest here again on the podcast seven years later, seven and a half years later, because you were one of the original guests. Thanks for coming back. Well, thanks for having me. And I love everything you've done with this. Thank you. And if if people want to find you, what's your website? yournerdybestfriend.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much to everybody who tuned in and listened. And thank you to our sponsor. This episode was sponsored by Podfly Productions. Podfly takes the time and the headache out of creating your own podcast. And let's face it, so many of you want to start your own podcast and you're like, is this podcast thing a fad? Well, I got in seven and a half years ago and I'm never going to stop. And I host a couple of other podcasts for organizations. So I do a lot of podcasting and I still find it one of the greatest ways to connect and meet and get your message out there to people. So you want to check out Podfly because they do all the heavy lifting and the technical work so that you can focus on creating great content, growing your audience and interviewing people who are making waves in business like Beth Zeesness. Hey, jump over to podfly.net slash cool things and check out the offer that they have for this audience. All right. Thank you very much. We'll see you in a couple days where we'll interview somebody just as cool as Beth. But in the meantime, go out there and flex your business muscles and have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Making Waves at Sea Level podcast. Without your listening to these in-depth conversations, there would be no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter and Instagram at TomSinger. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.